Hello. Welcome to another week of the tournament podcast. I'm Nia D'Amelio. He's Trent Dozier. And we've got a special guest on again. Please welcome to the pod our friend, Hannah Rehack. Yay. <laughs> do hey, you Hannah. Pause? I'll do it for myself. <laughs> yeah. I, if you can actually text me later about uh, sound effects, that yeah, would be great. I got you. <laughs> Whatever you need. Yes, Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, actually, we were just talking about this before we started recording. Hannah herself, a prolific and paid podcast editor. Yeah, that's true. Wow. She's the real deal. Yeah, she's the real deal. So yeah. she'll she'll among listen to, other things. She'll but... listen to this. She'll critique. <laughs> I'll give me, some notes. Uh, let her know if it's good or bad. Yeah, I won't do anything for you. I'll bet it wasn't good, and then I'll. <laughs> <laughs> no, Can you I'm tell kidding. me why it wasn't good? Bad no, sound. No. Bad to the ears. <laughs> really you should pay me for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just um. As usual, we have uh, fresh Tourney Pod merch on the um, the TridentNetwork.com. Go there, go to our page, and click on merch, and that'll take you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, as always, visit the Swayzine Etsy shop, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E, mm-hmm. for the best I think you should leave swag in the world. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Otherwise... I think we've got a very exciting episode this week. I think, of course, the tournament will be small, but I am very excited about the discussion. The conversation will be deep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I found that our four-seed tournaments are obviously the the shortest tournaments, but have produced the best conversations. Yeah, we have the most to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think we we also give ourselves room. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just math. Exactly. (laughs) Sheer math. (laughs) Get more time. Also, so quickly before we start, yeah, I want to shout out uh, attorney at pod Jacob, who yes, I don't know, I th- Jacob, I think you came from the I think you should leave bracket. You're like the greatest fan of all time, and Jacob specifically was like, "When are you gonna cover Bo Burnham?" He gave a different idea for Bo Burnham, and I'm sorry that we're doing this idea instead. But you know, maybe we'll do that one down the yep. down the line. But I think I think Jacob. He, he wanted to do, and we might do this at yeah, some point. I could definitely see. There's he meat wanted, on the bone. He wanted to do all the songs from inside. Oh, mamma mia. Yeah. I yeah. would cry. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. To talk about each of those songs? Jacob. Individually. Exactly. Oh. Come on. But, you know, Jacob, maybe, you know, maybe in the future yeah. we'll do that. The the true attorney at pod. Or not the he true attorney at pod. He is the biggest attorney at pod. Attorney he's, at pod. The, uh, he's the first one that we've found what am i trying to organically. say organically yeah he came to us organically the so organic attorney of not paid um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> unpaid. unlike the rest of our fans yeah, our friends and family who listen to it um yeah. <laughs> but yeah so i just wanted to say that really quickly because he deserves a shout out he and he's deserved one for a long time yeah well let's see if we can make hannah cry anyways <laughs> this week's tournament <laughs> this week's tournament is going to be which bo burnham comedy special is the best Bo Burnham comedy special. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> there are four uh, by by my count, which would be 2010's Words, 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 2013's What, 2016's Make Happy, and arguably the impetus for the timing of this bracket mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago, 2021's Inside. Mm-hmm. All of them uh, have great... Um, uh, all of them are great, and we're going to talk about all of them. Before we get into them, uh, first, 
Hannah, we'll start with you. What uh, you're here because you're a bowhead, and uh, so what is your what is your relationship to bow? <sighs> Unreciprocated. <laughs> um, all of us except uh, for Laureen. Yeah, yeah, Laureen. Oh my goodness, just doing it for all of us. Um, what's my relationship to him? <laughs> I. I don't remember watching his YouTube videos, but I have seen them, but I don't think that was the way I was introduced to him. I truly think I might have, like, just kind of come across him in 2010 with words, words, words. Like, I think that Mm. that was my introduction, and then I, like, went back. I was like, oh, he's a YouTube star. Mm. I actually did, like, vloggers in high school. Like, I followed a couple YouTube vlogs, which now I feel like just from, like, a totally different time, I guess, because I'm not a gamer, so, like... I don't follow that sort of vlogging, but, like, Charlie is so cool, like, was this British vlogger I really loved who kind of has a Bo Burnham virtuosity. Um, but anyway, and so I don't, so I, I don't know my first encounter with him, which is not the question you asked, but but from there, from, from words, 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 I think I just was, like, timing-wise, that would make sense. I was, like, like light, late high school and just thought that, like, he was talking about stuff that I resonated with and I have mm-hmm. felt that way every time he comes out with a special I'm always like yeah you feel like you could be part of my friend group or you feel like you could be part of this like extended social network like he does not feel like a foreign entity um mm-hmm. which makes sense we're contemporaries he's what two years older than us um mm-hmm. than me sorry I shouldn't younger than Trent, Trent. Six, six months younger than <laughs> and me. yeah I forgot that you're like you just became a teenager uh, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot he's that. Four years older than me. <laughs> he's four years older than you. Um, yeah, and my relationship with him is just that I like think he's really talented, and I love how much he can do, and um, I really like his self awareness. Which no surprise, mm. I'm sure everybody does. And I think he's like so sexy in a way that I didn't realize. I thought he was. I didn't realize that until like later on I think when I first encountered him I was just like oh my god this guy is so smart um and cool and funny and like as I've gotten older I was like oh it's like his sex appeal like his he's got a lot of sex appeal which I will probably talk about later um but yeah that's that's my relationship to him and yeah some people have said the uh sexiest muscle in the body is the, is the bow burnham. Oh, oh yeah. Is the, is the bow <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, is the brain. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I, and, I, and I saw him. I've, I've actually mentioned this now on, like, five podcasts, which is just absurd because this is the <laughs> first time it's actually appropriate to talk about. But I also <laughs> saw him perform in, like, a very small theater space. I saw him perform at Meltdown in L.A. in 2014. And that was mm. also really awesome because, like, I had been a fan and then I got to see him try out material. And I just was like... Oh, this like really I don't know dedicated stand-up comic is wowing me. Anyway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you were there for it. That, I mean, that's a very cool experience. Well, I also oh, cool. think the um, the process of seeing a comedian, whether it be a stand-up comedian or like from Chicago, we've all seen sketch uh, Second City specifically try this, or like but, even one man. <clears throat> solo shows yeah oh yeah or character work all that type of stuff the process of watching any comedian try try material is Mm. fascinating especially as a fellow comedian i cannot imagine even more so what it would be like to watch Bo try to uh practice his stuff or try and figure out what his next stuff is going to be because the final product is so polished Mm -hmm. uh compared to 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 other things that's just 
that must have been fascinating yeah and actually now that i think about it i saw him twice that summer because i saw him on purpose at at the meltdown show um like i bought tickets to that and that was like planned and then i was at um the largo and mm-hmm. was seeing other somebody else like see i don't know i can't even remember the lineup i have a terrible memory this will probably come up multiple times in this episode um <laughs> me but too. me too but he showed up. He was like a get. Like he just they pulled him up, and that was yeah. really cool because I saw him do the same material. It was like within two weeks, and of, of each other, and like it just played totally different because it was like a much mm. bigger theater, and he was being brought on as like, oh my god, and guess who's here to try stuff? I mean, I would say like the audience. I don't know. The audience was warm to him both times, but it was just, yeah, playing to like a small room and then like a mid-sized room was pretty cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's great. The process of comedy. <laughs> It's is just, the you know, it is the coolest. I'm very excited for the world to be <laughs> opening back up so we can all, yes. so we can all re-engage with our process. Trent, yes. I would like to know how you came to Bo Burnham. Uh, for me, I actually think probably, honestly, pretty similarly to Hannah, where I just kind of like fell across him one day. I feel like sporadically I had seen some of his songs and we we just rewatched or watched words 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 in preparation for this but i don't really remember seeing it like it feels like i'm sure i've i saw it mm-hmm. previously um but like what i was a big 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 fan of um spoiler alert i think it's the best comedy oh! special of all time <laughs> um so that will if i voted which i don't i don't vote famously, but if i voted famously. if i voted we know who i would be voting for mm-hmm. um but in that like 2013, 14, 15 range, I loved what, and I watched it all the time. I just mm-hmm. think it's so smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, he made Make Happy. And, you know, from there, I've just been a big. Following him. Yeah, I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's great and just like, you know, really smart. And uh, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with everything Hannah said. He's smart <laughs> and he's sexy and he's yeah. great. Yeah. What, I feel like you have the least. Actually, I don't feel like I know you have the least relationship to him mm-hmm. of the three of us. Yes, I have a little bit of a different perspective. Yeah. Um, and that's good. Yeah. So I'm hoping to, yeah, maybe bring that to the discussion. Um, <laughs> the first You think he's a talentless I... hack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I really do like him. I'll say that right <laughs> yeah. off the bat. I think he's very talented and I do like him. But I'll say that the first time I saw words, 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 what and make happy were in the last three days in preparation oh, for this podcast. Yeah, I've never seen cool. them before. Um, I, the first time I, I think he was very much a part of, um, like we said, I'm four years older than Bo or four years younger than Bo. And, um, I think that, you know, he was very teen idol to my mm-hmm. group of friends when mm-hmm. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And, I was, like, obsessed with, like, Phil Hartman, who was, like, dead. (laughs) (laughs) was literally not even alive. Um, So I just, like, in comedy terms, like, I was just not watching a lot of stand-up or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, The first thing that I ever saw, my best friend in high school, Julia, showed me the end of what? The bow. Oh, my God. She showed me that. Mm -hmm. And I really liked, and this will be a lot of my critique, um, yeah. is I really liked the music. I liked the yeah. song. Yeah. And um, and then, and she was very much like, but what he's saying, and I do agree that like, you know, that, that song is 
what he says in that song is, you know, very insightful and very universal. But I was like, I like the tune of the Mm -hmm. song. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my friend Olivia shortly thereafter showed me Oh Bo from Words, 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 Mm -hmm. which I I didn't like that song. (laughs) Like the music. I was like, I'm bored. (laughs) Um, And then I didn't think about him for a long time. And then somebody showed me the end of Make Happy. Mm. And I said, oh, I like this song too. It's like really good. Mm -hmm. So um, the first thing I ever watched was Inside. And that was two months ago or whatever. Well, that's the first. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And that's the first. Well, did you you watch Eighth Grade? Yeah, I have. You know what? I saw Eighth Grade in the theater. Okay. Okay. Yes, and obviously I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and we saw a promising young woman, which he's in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. But um, so, mm. yeah, I thought. I mean, I I really like eighth grade, and I like the music in eighth grade as well. Mm-hmm. I really like the score of eighth mm-hmm. grade. Um, but the first thing I saw was Inside, and I thought I liked a lot of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're just really like a lot of them are like really well-produced pop songs. Mm-hmm. And that's my first reaction to mm-hmm. a lot of it. Um, but I I think he's very funny. I think I love how intentional he is. Yeah. Um, yes. So specific. I, so yeah, rehearsed. So, so yes. re- I love that. I love that. The yeah yeah is this, that all of is this the planned. time for me to list all the things that i <laughs> is this it's okay. that, is it happening now sure. We're, <laughs> sure. before, before we list before we list yeah, yeah. here here are the things that we will not be discussing oh, yeah. that i think are worthy <clears throat> of um you know mention mm-hmm. uh his discography includes bo for show and bo burnham from 2008 and 2009 in addition to words, 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 what, and inside, the music from all those. So we will not be, I mean, if anybody's got any thoughts, of course, we can circle back and touch on them. But we won't be discussing those. We will not be discussing his 2009 Comedy Central Presents uh, stand-up half hour. Yeah. Um, He's got a bunch of smaller roles in movies. I would say the most prominent, of course, being Promising Young Woman from 2020. Um, And then he's got a bunch of... um, TV appearances where he appeared in one to two episodes. Um, and then I would say the big stuff would be he directed uh, Gerard Carmichael's Eight and Chris Rock's Tambourine, two stand-up specials. He wrote and directed um, Eighth Grade in 2018, the movie we were just talking about. And in 2013, he was the co-creator, writer, executive producer, and star of the one-season, 12-episode MTV show Zack Stone is going to be famous, which is like a... Uh, mockumentary about Zach Stone who is loosely based on Bo um, but everything else which will be the four specials <laughs> we are going to discuss I mean just amazing what a resume eighth grade eighth grade is great and I would recommend it yeah um, it's really if good if you haven't seen it I would also recommend promising young woman two very different movies yeah, yeah. honestly both excruciating <laughs> yeah he truly yeah yeah <laughs> Both will um, send you reeling. Yeah, for very different reasons, but yes. Um, okay, and now that uh, now that that's out of the way, mm-hmm. yes, please, Hannah. Oh, I actually, I guess I should say, should we talk about the seeding of all these and and what the tournament matchups are going to be, or do we want to go through each one one by one first? Or let's talk about both. Um, I don't 
don't have to keep talking about how much I love him or listing the things that I love about him. <laughs> Except I will say that I think um, he really takes care of his audience. And I, that, okay. And what I'll say is that he, why do I love him? Because I'm thinking deeply about this. Now I'm really put into a space of thinking deeply about this. Um, but um, he, you, he shows his aging. Like he shows how he's changed from special to special. And so I know we'll talk about them just in like distinctly, but I just want to say that like, that's one of those exciting things to me about him as a comic is because he offers meta commentary always. He's always also yep. commenting on the special that came before. And so there's like yes. a, a sort of like leveling that happens of being like, he reflects that like the culture has also has changed and also requires accountability for the ways in which he's changed from the special before, which means that mm-hmm. like every time I've encountered a new special of his, I'm not disappointed <clears throat> because I'm like, yes, I too have like grown and become whatever mm-hmm. yeah. more politicized or more um, like deep thinking about these things, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm excited we're to mm-hmm. talk about them distinctly, but that's just like sort of one of those overarching special things about him. <laughs> totally. Ha- seeing as this is a podcast, Hannah was the only one who could see this, but once she, got into that Nia and I were both nodding vigorously (laughs) in agreement Uh, I agree 100% especially after I mean you can obviously see the growth over the decade of performance but sitting here over the last couple days and watching them all back to back to back Mm -hmm. to back like oh oh you can really see it you can really see it and as someone who just watched all four yeah basically for the first time mm-hmm. it was very obvious like mm-hmm. noticeable and i think like in a funny way there's something to be said about how he has physically changed he's yes. grown into his body <laughs> yeah. which has been like interesting to watch <laughs> yeah. as yes, well yes mm. okay well here's here's the four um ones we're going to be talking about uh so they are seated they basically ended up seated in reverse order um typically when we're doing something uh that people can grade basically for better or worse rotten tomatoes uh we would use rotten tomatoes but rotten tomatoes only had uh make happy and inside so from there i would typically go to metacritic Metacritic. and metacritic only had inside so come on folks so these were ranked based on their imdb ratings i'm so nervous yeah. So inside, <laughs> they all have excellent ratings. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Uh, inside is the number one seed with an 8.8 IMDb rating. Make happy and what both had 8.4 ratings, but I put make happy as the second seed and what as the third seed because make happy was rated other places mm. and what was not. Plus, either way, the two and the three seed are going to be the matchup anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's true. And then Words, Words, Words uh, has an IMDb rating of 8.2. So it'll be the number one seeded Inside versus the number four seeded Words, 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 and the number two seeded Make Happy versus the number three seeded What? Criminal first round over on the right side. Yeah, I mean, there was here's, here's the thing. Words, Words, Words is good and is what it is. The other three, the other three, I think are incredible. So there was always going to be one, just yeah. brutal matchup in the first round. Yeah, and there's you know, and then the finals will be brutal. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um. So let's just uh let's just start in order. Words, words, words came out in October 2010. Bo was uh 19 when it was filmed, and 
You can tell. Yeah, <laughs> can I'll tell. be. I, I'll say first, and I'm. I'm sorry to say, it was a tough watch for me. I yes. had trouble paying attention. Yes. Um, I was bored. Yeah. Um, well, it's crazy for me to th- to think about it for myself personally. I started doing improv when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I took my first class, had my first show when I was 19 years old, and just thinking about me being 19 doing improv then and like the performer i am now um i'm happy that none of that was filmed you know yeah. and he's got it filmed yeah. in front of an audience yeah. for everyone to see and he's got stuff even earlier right you know? yeah. which like hannah was talking about is something he acknowledges in later specials and like as a human mm-hmm. you know yeah. has to contend with he, all the time yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i will say that i um as you both know, asked that we push this recording back an hour because I realized at 6.58 that I hadn't rewatched Words, Words, Words. I just, like, spent mm. this week, whatever, like, watching them not in order, just, like, rewatching inside and then rewatching whatever. And then I was like, oh, my God, I, like, haven't watched this one. And I think <laughs> oh. I've only watched it maybe, th- maybe this is my third time. Maybe. Like, yeah. you were yeah. saying that, Trent, like, it just, like, was not that familiar to me at all. But, like, culturally a lot of it was where i was like oh yeah i remember that joke like oh oh yeah i remember that but sort of like as a piece and this is something that i would say but that makes that this one distinct from his other three um is that it's like it is a stand-up show much more than it Mm -hmm. is a solo show like the other three feel like yes like they are performance pieces and this is like oh it's comedy central Mm -hmm. and you like did it's like more Dimitri Martini? Like, yeah, you did a little music, you did some gags. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you did That's it. That's great. Wow, Dimitri Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. We're so. on you. We're on the exact same wavelength. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. It is. It is easily the most stand-up special mm-hmm. of the four of them. Which is also funny yeah. because a, a huge chunk of the material is about how he is not a traditional yes. stand-up. Yeah. He talks yes. about that the most in that special. Yeah. And it's it got like, the most flack I feel like I want to... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I like, sure. I just like want to look at him then and I, I'm gonna, I want to be like, you have no idea <laughs> yeah. what you're even talking about. Like you... This well, is not even where you're going to what you're gonna become it's also interesting too and this is something i wanted to talk about was like i bet it was he i feel like he probably felt external outside pressures to make it more of a stand-up thing because it was on comedy central it was a comedy central stand-up special or whatever and you know they're footing the bill for this thing and it's like we do stand-up yada 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 Mm -hmm. when like you said hannah it, his other three are more of a one-man show. He, the the world wants to put everybody into a box mm-hmm. and to say, "Here's Bo Burnham's stand-up special." Mm-hmm. Like that is not what he does at all. Mm-hmm. He's a performer. Yeah. He's a one-man show. It's like a, you know, it's a whole staged production, mm-hmm. and it's just interesting to see that as he got older, he was like. In, in my mind, at least, he's probably like, oh, I don't need to conform to yeah. right. how they want. I mean, that's basically the ending of what is him Absolutely. talking about not conforming, kind of. But I also feel like it is it is that thing of, like, we are talking about it in 2021 when, like, other specials have come out that have played with the fact that they are recorded live shows much more than, mm-hmm. like, your standard whatever back in the day. 90 like whatever 90s comedy special which is just like being filmed like it's just a live show being filmed and then put out and it's like 
Yeah. Because of whatever, however many different things, because of Netflix, because of accessibility to editing and like doing more with, with form, which is to say like with a filmed thing, like we're talking about that and being like, it's so like traditional. And it's like, well, that's because it's been a decade and like we've seen Hannah Gadsby's solo show which is stand-up but like we yeah. just have like more capacity to see that as stand-up and also to see it at the intersection of performance in a way where i'm like i'm sure in 2010 it was unlike the other specials coming out i'm sure it was like the fact that he jumped from music to music and throws confetti is like already yeah. sets it apart but yeah. i think he's also changed the the waters so it's like par- yeah it's like a chicken or egg situation or like we're yeah. talking yeah. about the source of, of a change you know yeah mm-hmm. one of the nice and like i also i feel i feel like a lot in our lives just as human beings has just uh you know the 2010s just lightning like yeah. uh evolution of technology like in mm-hmm. in all parts of our life i think things sped up like in their evolution yeah and i think he is not exempt from that yeah just Agreed. And he's growing up with it at the same time. The only other thing that I will say about words, words, words. And again, this is like uh, all of these critiques are obviously with a next decade eye. And like, yeah. I don't yeah. blame him for being 19 <laughs> or yeah. anything. Like, obviously he was who he was. Yeah. Um, but he's he's like visibly uncomfortable in the <laughs> in the show. Yeah. yeah. And he bails a lot on some of his jokes. Um which is like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I would never be able to do that at 19 either. I would bail also, a like, ton. Yeah. But so it's many of his jokes don't hold to watch. Up. So many of his jokes. No. Yeah. Especially yeah. relative to, I know we'll talk about it, especially to like 2013's What Though, where like not, like, it's not even like, oh, and then half of that doesn't sit, like hold up either. It feels like the jump from 2010 to 2013 is like immense, which of course it Agreed. is because I'm sure there was like, you know, a lot of conversation after that that made him like dig dig even deeper but like there are trans jokes there are racist jokes there are um ableist jokes there are so many gay jokes which is obviously a common theme for him um but i will say even in words 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 even though it's not effective and i'm not an apologist for it and he has commented on it um publicly i know as well but he is also self-aware in words 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 it's not like he makes um a like he makes he does like a racial jokes section where he is in real time commenting on how what he's saying is is problematic or will be Mm -hmm. perceived as problematic and he's doing that in real time in 2010 which again now everything is very meta like all Mm -hmm. digital online content is um much more meta but like that I I remember being impressed by that at the age of seventeen or whatever. I was like, yeah. "Wow, he's like owning it in the moment." Like he is again, mm-hmm. not effectively and not to a point that like we shouldn't hold him accountable for it. But it's like that was radically different um, well, than it could have been. I think also, uh, yeah, I totally agree. And like the difference between him as a nineteen-year-old and him as a thirty-year-old is not like how much he he at all times is thinking so intentionally about how exactly he's going to say everything, which is even evidenced in words, 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 Mm -hmm. the, the special for words, 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 you can tell uh, that every word is chosen intentionally because the whole set is written on the wall behind (laughs) him verbatim. Mm -hmm. 
So you know, like, there's no... Nia and I were kind of talking about this earlier. There's, like, no room for improv for him. Like, he literally has a song about that in Make Happy where he's making fun about how precise everything he does is. So the only difference then is, like, now he's like, I thought about it, but I shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah, basically. Right, like, he's, you know, he, like, really... It's, I feel like the way to put it is like he really shows his work and makes it funny and so by yeah. virtue of showing his work it's like hard to not hard to blame but it's like yeah I see how you got there it is it lacks mm-hmm. depth that it, that you should have yeah. you know now or that he maybe should have had then but it's like because you keep seeing that in every special you're like oh yeah and like that thought has more depth now like the way he handles racial jokes right or as he calls them and words words are, are is different in what and we know that because he shows his mm-hmm. thinking um which mm-hmm. is basically like holding your hand through the self-consciousness of thinking about hard things and that's cool yeah to be a part of i'm a fan i agree <laughs> <laughs> uh what came out in december of 2013 he was 23 when that one was filmed and released um and that one so words 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 was a comedy central special what went directly to netflix and his youtube page and it's got something like over 22 million views on his on his youtube page in addition to i mean from me alone hundreds of views on netflix uh plus however many more uh, and like I said earlier, to me, probably just because I've seen it the most or my relationship with this one, you know, is the biggest or the longest or both. What is the best individual performer special in 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 my eyes for me? <laughs> Which mm-hmm. what 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 is there like a certain piece that you're like or a certain run where you're like, this is why? Well, obviously the ending is incredible um i also think the beginning is very fun and creative and um i love the left brain right brain song Mm. Mm -hmm. and it just you know it feels like he his specials to me are like you can see him aging but you can also see him like his mind aging as well and like what he wants to talk about and like you know words 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 is literally like people think i am funny so this is going to me to be me being a stand-up comedian or whatever whatever the bo burnham version of a stand-up comedian is Mm -hmm. and and what felt more like like you mentioned earlier hannah each one is like a response to the one that came prior Mm -hmm. and this what especially the end like i was saying feels like him being like that's what you guys wanted and i did it and it turns out i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. i want to do bow and do that type of stuff that's like um the opening for it is the uh the footage of him as a kid and he's singing and you know singing old mcdonald how the farm you know he's like two or three or whatever and you know that's what he wants to do he wants to perform and then this is jumping ahead a little bit, but then make happy is all about the stresses of being a performer mm-hmm. and like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I do think a lot of it is contained in, I've seen it the most and I've, it's my longest relationship of anything that he's done. But also I, I do think a lot of, there are some things that don't hold up, but I think a lot of it holds up and like as a piece, as one piece, mm-hmm. it's really good. It is. It's on really Netflix. Good. Check it out. I'm looking at my notes because I wrote all these extensive notes. Like now, I can barely understand them. F word, yeah. water, 
bad at segues. Oh yeah, okay. These are my thoughts on on what. <laughs> okay, so this would wait. This is the one that begins though when he has a stand-in for him. No, that's, that's make, make happy. happy. Okay, okay. So, so what I was gonna say about this one relative to words, 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 which I think is just kind of hilarious, is that like he is worse at segues. Like he's worse at yeah. going from bit to bit and what I'm gonna fight you a little <laughs> bit, Trent, in, in terms of like a can like a whole piece is like he he talks he ad libs quote unquote and perhaps not because maybe it was like totally planned where he's like segues are hard or he like hums his way from the mic to the, the other to the piano or he sits down and like rearranges like it's so awkward and I was thinking that it I should go back on what I said I was thinking that it was that he's bad segues and then because I watched words with words after this I was like. Oh, he gets heckled so much in the recording of yeah. Words, Words, Words during his during his quiet moments. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is like his really awkward 2013 attempt at like just filling space so that people don't yeah. shout at him. Yeah. And I feel like even that is like an interesting to me. It's interesting to see like how the form, how the hour literally gets filled differently when mm-hmm. you're aware of an audience in a different in a new way where it's like mm-hmm. i don't maybe he didn't like account for that in the same way when he was recording his comedy his first comedy special and like now he knows that that's what it is and so he has to just like fill the time in that way and i just think yeah mm-hmm. i i was torn because i was like oh that's like a really awkward part of what to me um but now that i'm like oh it's again it's like in response to something that was difficult perhaps i mean i'm projecting yeah. i don't know that that's necessarily true yeah the other thing about words, words, words is that we see uh, he uses like object work, which I feel like annoying improviser for saying that. But like it in terms of it being <laughs> a performative like solo show, it is not just um, not to reduce it to just, but it's not only gags and music and some poems and some traditional stand up. He's also like physically using the space in a completely different way from what mm-hmm. on in a way that like yeah. actually paints paints the set super differently like and also i think prepares to your point trying of it being a very like consistent piece like it really prepares the audience to then visualize the people who are talking to him or the voices in his own head talking to him at the yeah. end because like he's already located things outside of himself and then when he plays all the mu- yes. the musical instruments at the end as well we're like prepared for that as an audience in a way that i think is very exciting to watch the special again from start to finish he does that which is cool yeah i agree it's i think it's just so clear that words 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 is just so like what is not necessarily the finished bow product but that's way closer to you know ultimate bow than what words 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 was and it's Mm -hmm. just so you know it's just a more overall all-around polished show Mm -hmm. um Nia, any thoughts on what? I'll keep them brief. Um, I did have trouble <laughs> keeping my eyes open at some points, uh, but what? I liked. <laughs> I like. I don't know. I, I don't know. I want to say it was late at night, but it was literally seven p.m. So I no. think I was just. Was tired. it during no, I it fuck sluts? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I I did not laugh one time during either words 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 or what. I am mm. a hard laugh. Uh, through the TV. I'm an yeah. easy laugh live. I'm a hard laugh through the TV. That's funny to know. What about the water bit? 
Doesn't he do the water bit what in that water one? Bit? At the beginning, Nia literally said, oh, her response I went, was not laughter. It was, I went, oh, ew, gross. he had that in his mouth for so long. Right, that was That's my just response. pandemic brain. That's just pandemic brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but that being that's said, funny. I said to Trent afterwards, I was like, I, I love how unhinged he was in this. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. running around the stage, like to your point about him using the space in a different way. I, yeah. I much preferred that, um, to what he did in words, words, words. And he is using other instruments besides the, the piano, which I think greatly improves um his his quality of whatever he's putting out i'll say and i don't know if we're going to talk about this later but he um in what i noticed that he isn't actually that great of a singer and i was like i was like oh this is interesting because again the first thing i saw was inside and everything's so super produced and then a lot of make happy segue uh, is is like it's like half produced. I think he only did yeah. like three songs or four songs live, and there were he did two in what back to back. And I literally thought maybe it's intentional that he's flatting. Yes. I literally thought that. That's so um, funny you say that. Yeah, yeah. So total so difference. I, like I'm sure he went to a complete voice coach. difference. Like he mm. must have. Yeah, it, he must have he been sounds like, oh. bad and what. Yeah, yes. I was telling. <laughs> I was telling Nia. I was telling Nia earlier before we jumped on with you. One of my friends, their the biggest thing they noticed between what and make happy was like the first thing he said was, "Yeah, he sounds better in make happy. Sounds like his voice is better." And I, you know, me comedian, I was like, I wasn't paying attention to his. voice. I mean, I'm sure he also did get a voice coach, but yeah. a lot of make happy is more produced than yeah, what is. So I mean, I'm sure as we. As we grow older, we get better at everything we do regularly because we yeah. keep doing it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think we should transition to Make yeah, Happy. Yeah, Make Happy came out or was released in June 2016 also to Netflix. This was a Netflix exclusive. Um, it was written and started being performed by Bo when he was 25. It was fully released. Uh, he was 26. Um, and it's good, you know. This is the only special I laughed at out loud multiple times. Yeah, but I've said to Trent that I I don't feel bad for not laughing because I don't I know he you know yeah talks incessantly about how he is a comedian and how he does comedy but you know these are one man shows they're not stand up specials yeah. I'm not supposed they're to be both laughing my butt off yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 let's be clear but, uh, I know I do not mean to challenge I do think he is changing the form <laughs> yeah yes. I'm pulling yes up. no I'm looking it up because I watched all these again in like three days and I my, I'm going to fight for Make Happy being the strongest like Ooh. of them like and, and it is my favorite it was my favorite experience to watch it was it's the one that like has stuck with me the most um mm-hmm. but yeah but I but now I'm like what what exactly is it that like really amazes me about this one and I'll say I think he like continues his um I think in uh, what he like starts to sort of acknowledge that he's at war with his own gender. Like, I think mm-hmm. he like talks a ton about, or he talks a bit about like masculinity and like women versus men in, in his first two, but then make happy. I feel like is the first time that he actually has like feminist theory <laughs> embedded into like what he is mm-hmm. saying, and what he is doing. And he's like really grappling with it in a way that I think is 
highly erotic. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It's also like make happy, make happy. Uh, he in what and in make happy he uses the stage great, but you can tell that make happy came after because it's just everything about it is not only crisper than what, but it's just like turned up to eleven. Yeah. And there's just more of everything. And it's brighter and louder and more colorful and there's more smoke and just mm-hmm. it it is a it's a phenomenal experience. I would not be mad if this won and I will not push back <laughs> on you, you pushing push for it to be the best. No, because I also love it. I, I would push back I think Nia, I actually think it's great that you're gonna make the case that make happy's the best. And I think what's the best? Because I think Nia thinks inside is the best. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I wish that I had seen them in order, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, to make that determination because I feel like I really enjoyed Make Happy the most in yeah. terms of viewing experience. Yeah. But I love the music and in inside and they're they're very yeah. different and you know, inside is like all music. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is. And so I almost feel like it's not fair to compare the two mm-hmm. um, because Make Happy made me laugh mm-hmm. and I liked the music and Inside I've listened to on Spotify a billion times, but I didn't laugh yeah. while I watched it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't I don't know. If those two are the most important things to me, like how good the music is and if I laugh and they are the most important yeah. things to me, then like each of them has a point. So I don't know, you know, in mm-hmm. like a, a tally mark. So I don't know which one is better. It does feel like it is, to, for, to, to me, I'm going to argue that it's the best in that. It's like, to me, it's the most balanced. Like, mm-hmm. I think his stand-up is strong. I think his poetry mm-hmm. is funny. I think his music mm. is good. Like, it is... And, and I think that's when I think of it as, like, a solo show stand-up special. It is... It feels, like, complete to me. And so tight in a way that when yeah. we get to inside, like, I think that's a different conversation. And, like, for what purpose was it not? But, like, it is a tight hour. Make Happy's a tight yep. hour. Where also you get to see him. He, he, like, always plays with genre. But he starts using, like, form and content. Um in like I think a pretty spectacular way of like mocking a country song, you know, using a country mm. song. And yes. then there's also a turn within the country song. Like he there's also a turn in all of his work where he like starts making fun of or sort of makes the audience self-conscious for their own judgment. And I feel like you really see him do that in Make Happy. And then he like takes that to the next level and inside. But like I'm trying like I'm trying to think of what song feels exactly like that. Um but I guess the, yeah, the West, the uh, country song. <laughs> right, that's, I think, that, that's a one, yeah. <laughs> to, to your points, I think that Make Happy is him at his best. I think mm-hmm. that is, like, objectively when he's doing his most fulfilling work. I don't know what my favorite yeah. is, but... Yeah. But I think that is probably his best yeah. showing. I feel like what is kind of about, like, being in show business and doing it his way but make happy is more about being a performer on any level Mm -hmm. like Like celebrity that yeah it Mm -hmm. felt like you know that and just being suffocated by all that and you know that's extremely relatable Mm -hmm. yeah not being able to fit your hand inside of a pringles can that's everything <laughs> well and you see that i know we're not gonna talk about eighth grade but given this came out in what is it 2016 like it comes out in between 
it, it comes out and then there's eighth grade and then there's inside and yeah you, you really start to see like a recognition that we're all constantly being surveyed and that like Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter and just like social yep. media at large is actually totally. a common denominator. So rather than being like a 19 year old who's experiencing it uniquely, he's like, Oh, it's actually everybody. It's like, it is other yep. celebrities. And it's also just like what it means to like be alive right now in mm-hmm. you know the mid teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. And the rant. I mean, I could talk about it's the rant br- forever. Yeah. yeah. The, the, that that's the closer of make happy when i got the cheese absolutely incredible (laughs) and i yeah and it and it launches us right into the 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 all eyes on me and inside it like it is a it is i would say the genesis of that following song do we have to move on to inside (laughs) we can yes we can move on to inside now there was a a a five-year hiatus between when these were released inside was filmed over over the course of a year during the pandemic, it's also on Netflix. You gotta watch it if you haven't seen it. It came out in May of 2021 um, when he was 30, but it was written as he was 29 and 30, and honestly, probably some stuff from earlier, also. Mm-hmm. Turning 30. Yeah, I'm yeah. Turning 30. Turns 30. I did not know again because I don't really know him. I didn't know how old he was. So when he sang that song in Inside, I went, whoa, he's way younger than I thought yeah. he was. Oh, really? I thought he was like mid-30s. Yeah, I was, Yeah. I like, my, my gut reaction was like, he can't be. Like, this is a fake song. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, you know, he's been famous. <laughs> sure he's been famous for like 15 years. Yeah. For and like, it started when he was 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize. Tough. Yeah. I'm really a very, very yeah. much a baby when it comes yeah. to. Um, Inside, of course, different than the other three in terms of it was filmed over a year and there's no live audience. It was during the pandemic he did all of this. It's all in one room. Um, And compared to the other three, I think something that stands out also is we talked about it a little bit earlier. It's a full 90 minutes. Yeah. And all of his others are a tight hour. Yeah, it's a tight hour. And he's got an. Yeah. <laughs> he's so got that extra 30 slapped on the back end i feel like there were as i was watching it in real time i felt there were like maybe five songs where i was like this is the end this is yes, the closer for sure <laughs> and it kept going no no not no. in a bad way just i was yeah. like whoa okay this is this is a thing i think it's so cool that like i i don't know about you you're both creators performers well, Nia, I know you gave it up, but Trent, you are. And yeah, I'm retired. <laughs> you're tired. <laughs> retired from calling improv. Back in. Retired yeah. from improv. Right. right. I don't know about you, but like during the <laughs> pandemic, I definitely thought about making a solo show in my bedroom. Like it was a passing thought. Mm. It was not something I like spent time working on. It wasn't something that I, I maybe mentioned it out loud, you know, to to people like as like, oh yeah, maybe I would do that. But it occurred to me, and and that's all to say, like, I think we could take for granted that this is what a performer would do during this year but actually mm-hmm. it's like very specific to him and his material that he would take the form and like completely manipulate it based on the circumstances which is to say like no he's a live performer who's always been commenting on content and and like uh, constant access and control of the audience and now he's removed a live audience because it's been removed for him, but he leans into that. He goes too long. Like, I think I would argue by design, he makes it feel too long the way the pandemic mm. felt like it never ended. 
Uh, um, like mm-hmm. he's really he he's now not just making um, a, a country pop song that uses country lyrics to make a point about a country pop song. He's now using a filmed special to make a comment on filmed content. It's like he mm-hmm. finally gets to do it at like the largest scale in a way that's really interesting uh-huh. to me. Mm-hmm. That's I'm uh, just to go back to what you said about that you. Th- had the thought to do this something like this in your bedroom a solo show inside during the pandemic i think maybe the first thing i said after inside and i had never seen anything before so i didn't really realize that his whole thing was talking about performing i didn't i didn't know Mm -hmm. that i think i literally said to you I feel like I know so many people who would have done this and would have done it well. I was I was just like, this is how my brain works too. Mm-hmm. And like even reading like a lot of the, uh, like the reviews of the special and stuff and how everyone used like these headlines that were like, you know, a look inside the mind of like mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I was like, I feel like this is every creative person that I know mm-hmm. would would have this idea and execute it. Um, which isn't to say that he's, he didn't crush it, but I just was like, oh, this is really like, I hope people are viewing this with like a, wow, this is how creatives think. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it is sort of a masterclass in that. Yeah. I would totally agree with that. I agree. But I feel like creatives are then the only ones analyzing it as such. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the lay person Right. Who is not out trying to create all the time is is more like, oh, it is a hassle to FaceTime with my mom. He's so right about and that. And so funny that you bring up FaceTime with my mom tonight because that is my favorite song from inside. <laughs> it's so um, good. And, and I said <laughs> to, so yeah, I love the music. Mm-hmm. But I, I said to you, I was like, I like that song and White Woman's Instagram mm-hmm. and all the stuff that's not about anything mm-hmm. but exactly what he's talking about Mm -hmm. those are my favorite songs in inside and there's really none of that in any of the prior three specials i feel like they're all like about you know something greater something more profound yes Mm. yes Mm -hmm. whereas i'm like Mm -hmm. this is so fucking funny yeah every mom is bad at facetime and it's just (laughs) stupid and dumb and funny yeah yes Yes, and... Uh, yes, and... <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yes, and... <sighs> oh, what can I say about it? And I think that... I'm going to push back on what you said, Trent, of, like, of only creatives are thinking about it in these terms. Like, maybe mm. maybe it's, we're more likely to, like, dissect it like that. But I really think that probably everybody who's on Instagram, who has 200 followers, who doesn't do comedy, who's a whatever, tech bro or something like that. I feel like even the people like that had the thought this year of like, how do I document this year? And like, Mm. maybe it wasn't a solo show, but like there was so much documenting of so little this year. Like there was, there's so much archival footage. I mean, obviously billions and billions of people just like putting their experience of this extremely isolating experience online for people to view and so it's like yes for him it took it takes place as a solo show and we like understand it that way or stand special but it's like i do think that facetime my mom tonight like it's still about being surveyed it's still about like Mm -hmm. being on the phone with your mom and seeing yourself only two-dimensionally 
with this person mm-hmm. you love and now it's not like a fun choice because you live in an, another city but it's because you like literally can't be in the same room as her and like what mm-hmm. does that mean that we've spent like 20 years becoming digital entities and now like this year had to be digital entities like I think that there is not that he's commenting on that lyrically but I think there is something about that especially with white women Instagram as well um it's like there's that incredible tur- turn where he's been making fun of white women Instagrams and there's the, the turn where he's talking about how like sad like and how yeah. human and how real it is and it's uh-huh. like I love that I love that he's like just you know totally destroying the sort of tropiness or like the sort of stereotypical posting that white women do and at the same time being like and also people are like human and have experienced incredible loss this last year and like and and actually are individuals who are yes maybe conforming to like a certain aesthetic but like have a very specific relationship to their mother which very specifically is painful to think about given that person has died and like you see that reflected also in the form of like it you know it goes the screen changes to be the size of a phone and then when he's with like that bridge that with the turn it's Mm. like it opens up to being wide again and then it goes back and it's sort of just like oh right the human experience cannot be contained through social media Mm -hmm. um so i so yeah that's 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 a rant that's my Kanye rant (laughs) no i i appreciate that you saying that about facetiming your mom and now like you physically can't see her because i know you live in the same location as your mother and i have not lived in the same town as my mom for almost 10 years And so the majority of our conversations take place through FaceTime. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I even thought about it in terms of the pandemic Mm. because that's just how I communicate with my mom. Mm. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Which now, I mean, it's such a bummer to say say I never see my mom. Um, But it's true. I don't really ever see my mom like in person. So, yeah, I see... um, I think I am also a person who likes to stay inside, so maybe that's just that's <laughs> just. Uh, no I'm wonder more, you seem like uh, you're doing totally fine after this year, <laughs> and I'm like I truly ashamed of myself. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad all the time about no, how uh, how well I'm doing. Uh, I I literally was thinking about that today. I was like, is there something wrong with me that I really uh, it hasn't been that bad? A lot of the material and inside just sort of reflected my life as it was and like and like not specific to pandemic yeah that's so interesting (laughs) but it is interesting to kind of acknowledge that i think inside has gotten perhaps reduced to like a meditation on the pandemic perhaps even by me as well of like Mm -hmm. it's a really effective meditation on pandemic and Mm -hmm. to your point you're like yes and also like the themes that are brought up that are maybe seen as specific to in uh pandemic are not you know like and and obviously in terms of his own work i mean if we bring it back to like his stuff it's like he also talks about suicide and depression very very early on in his work so it's right it's also a continuation of that um Mm -hmm. but i think that it is sort of being reduced right now to like look at what this artist made in pandemic versus like look at what happens to an artist like him in pandemic Mm. oh yeah that yeah that does make sense I loved that little button. It made me gasp. It l- literally made me gasp. I agree. Well, he's the king of buttons, so he like his segways are weird. <laughs> Other than that, okay. Also, the last thing I want to say because I do need yeah, to say, please. But all eyes on me. I really think is a like 
genealogical, what would be the word, Nia, for like a musically genealogical? I forget what it's called. It's like musicologically. I don't know. Sure. Musicology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, um, it's like a, it, it is a continuation of the Kanye rant in a way that I think is, it is. wildly profound. You agree. Similar similar chord progressions that yes. echoes the same. Thank yeah. you. Aesthetically, it's like that. The lighting, like, right. It's and blue. It, and it's yeah. so, to me, there's like, speaking of depression, like there's just like nothing more moving for me about his work than the Kanye rant where he's like, you guys are the problem. And also like, I love you and I need you. And, mm-hmm. and, and when people applaud for him, that's like their, the audience's response to a need. And then for years later after he's taken a break because of panic attacks and during a pandemic he has a song where he literally says like pray for me like no i didn't he's not saying i didn't want your applause but it sort of feels like actually like the applause fed the thing mm-hmm. and i st- and then i had to take away time and like i wasn't okay and i just told you i'm not okay i literally say it in the special like i am mm-hmm. not doing well and now instead of like applauding for you i need you to get out of your seats like, don't give me a standing ovation and you do fucking pray. And like, that mm-hmm. is so deeply moving because it's like a performer finally asking for what they need from the audience mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than just like accepting the contract, which is I show up, I'm a monkey, which he's called himself multiple times in all the specials. Yeah. And you laugh at me and clap for me. He's he's like, can we please like do more here? Like, can, yeah. can you please do more than just that? Mm-hmm. Mm. And like, that kills me. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be the end, and then it's like another half hour. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the five that I yeah. thought, this is the end. <laughs> yeah, do you like that one, Nia? Is that one of the songs you like? I do like that one. I find myself listening to um, the first half of, I guess, if this was like mm-hmm. a, an album, like on vinyl. I find myself listening to the first half more than the second half, but mm-hmm. I think that that is probably my favorite song in the second half. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like... Um, that funny feeling as oh, well. Yeah, it's cute. Um, it's like Ben Folds inspired, like just Yeah. Ugh, that's that sounds like straight up too sad for me to listen to. Same. I always skip it. Same. Because I'm like, I it's it kills my vibe. <laughs> literally kills my vibe. So you like like inside. <laughs> the rest is like, and like yeah. the rest is like all synth. And then <laughs> that song comes on and I'm like, I literally can't listen to this right now. <laughs> I tried to list how many genres he used and I like lost track. But he does, like, 80s dance music, he does folk music, he does hip-hop, he does, like, lo-fi hip-hop, he, like, I mean, it's kind of... The intern song is, like, jazzy, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, he does electronica, kids music, I mean, mean, it's wild, it's so cool, I think it's so cool. It is very cool. He's a great (laughs) musician. I love it. Yes. I know the it's music is ear. absolutely no question the best in yeah. Inside, but yeah. there's also a lot of it. So I don't know, you know, like it's easy to say like the music is the best because there's so much of it to mm-hmm. take yeah, in, like, yeah. But, like as opposed to the other ones. But um, and yeah, he I scored to it. it a lot. And he like like the little like I mean like piano transitions. I'm like, you also did that. Like you not yeah. only did you like write music for the thing, you also yeah. Ugh. I love talent. He's so, he's so talented. It's good stuff, bro. It's so he's hot. So oh, and the other thing, and then I'll shut up, um, is that he, like, uses his body, like, wildly in this one. Like, we see so yes. much yeah. of him in a way that's very different mm-hmm. than any of his other shows. Um, 
which mm-hmm. I think is a cool kind of commentary on consent where it's like you can turn it off at any point. You don't have to like be in a room with a naked Bo Burnham if you don't want to mm. be. But it's, I mean, he is really like bearing it all, quote unquote. Um, mm. And the, and, yeah. and that feels like totally different than like this, the like awkward kid who can't segue and words, words, words. <laughs> yeah. Complete. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a 10 year period. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah lots changed in the 10 years (laughs) it's incredible well if you if anybody wants to watch any of these and you haven't already or you just want to rewatch them the 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 uh what make happy and inside are all on netflix and then words 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 we found on paramount plus yeah we thought we were gonna have to um we thought i thought originally it was on break the law to watch it but we didn't yeah because we have anyone follows me on instagram for it yeah, I was gonna say I'll give my username away if anyone DMs me on Instagram. I have no, I have wow, no. Hannah, we're not willing to my... go that far. So you... <laughs> you've been you, you watching? Talk to Hannah. You watching any of MTV's The Challenge on Paramount Plus? Or... All right. No. <laughs> I would recommend it. Can I we? You, you're gonna have to pay me if you want to talk to me about that. <laughs> I feel like you are based on what's on uh, Trent's laptop screen. He's headed to the voting, and when? Yeah. But I wanted to just make a predictions very quickly. Oh yes, of course. Um, I yeah. So so the matchups are inside versus words words word the one seed versus four seed and the two seeded make happy versus the three seeded what? Yeah. If I had to guess, I think we all think inside's gonna beat words words words. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I think so. Agreed. Okay. And then make happy versus what? We know we know what we would all vote for individually. Yeah. What do we think the people and, will push through? And this is where I'm out of this conversation because I literally, I don't know what anybody thinks about either of these because I wasn't yeah. around when they came out. So you guys take it away. I think people who like to identify as real fans, quote unquote, always prefer the earlier of the two. So I'm going to vote, mm. I mean, just in an obnoxious, antagonistic sort of, I don't know, heteronormative way of like, oh, I was an authentic <laughs> original, quote unquote. Anyway, so right. I'm going to argue that people are going to vote for words, words, words more than they're going to oh. vote for Make Happy. Inside. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. They're going to vote for what, what? over, over make, happy. Yeah. make Happy. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I got to be honest. The case, the case you made for Make Happy was very compelling. <laughs> and it compelled me. I know we have a lot of people who vote <laughs> without listening, so I don't know if that <laughs> yes. will reach the masses. <laughs> so I think your argument... Is what okay? Well then, here here's the real question: Does make happy or what? Do we think either one of those will beat inside in the vote? No, I think inside will win this just because of recency bias. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's exposed pe- yeah. more people to him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah. that I think inside no question will win this whole thing. Yeah, and Hannah? probably like yeah, I think I agree with that. I think it probably like feeds. It probably feels like a unique thing that people needed more than contemporaneously yeah. than make happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree. Agreed I think inside will win. Wow. Wish he was and inside it won't me. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> but he could make me happy. Oh what? Uh, these are just words, Lord. words, words. <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh. god! She got him but, um, there. Incredible. Thank you. Hey, thanks. That, that was Comedy Central presents Hannah Rehab. <laughs> Pray for me. 
Um, okay, for voting, mm-hmm. the semifinal voting will take place on Monday, July 26th, and Tuesday, July 27th, and then the finals voting will take place on Wednesday, July 28th, and Thursday, July 29th, and we'll probably close it earlier. earlier. Yeah. So get in your votes Wednesday if you really, really want to vote, because mm-hmm. we have to record the results late on Thursday and, um... We're in different time zones and everything, so we'll probably yeah. close it early. Close it early. Fine. Um, you have two. You have over twenty-four hours, so yeah, it shouldn't be hard. No excuses. Get those votes. You have in. one choice to make. So yeah. <laughs> think about how many people um, watched inside. We could get all of them to vote. We really could. <laughs> could you imagine? Wow, that that breaks some records for us here <laughs> yeah. at the Tourney Pod. If somebody wants to throw this on the Bo Burnham subreddit, <laughs> yeah. I have no qualms. I actually so. did come across that today. <laughs> Please. She's a fan, everybody. She's a fan. <laughs> Bo, if you're listening, she's a fan. I oh met God. him. I asked him out. He said, do you want a photo? <laughs> That's nice. I, yeah. I went up to him. I said, hi. He said, do you want a photo? I said, do you want a photo? Or he said, do you want a selfie? I said, do you want a selfie? Which was really embarrassing. And then he was like, um. And then we took a selfie. And I, I've told this story on a couple of podcasts. And then I tweeted it at him and said, your number would have been better. That's a that's a that's a move. A shot, shot right there. I shot my shot. I shooted my shot. Yeah, shooter, yeah. shooter, shoot. And Hannah, she's a jump shooter, baby. <laughs> Give her the ball; she'll take the shot. Yeah, I feel. Um, I don't know. I feel. I feel. I don't. I don't know why I missed him when I was the right age to like. Yeah, him. you were right there too. I really don't know why I missed him, but. For, in some ways, I'm thankful that I did. Could have because really I don't... consumed you. I just yeah, yep. Is that like Phil Hartman did, but <laughs> he was dead. <laughs> yeah, I was watching literally news radio constantly on loop when when I was when all my friends were into Bo Burnham. So I should really explore Phil Hartman, huh? Oh yeah, we'll Sorry. talk offline. Um... We'll bring this to the Discord. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, go ahead, Nia. That's it. I don't have anything okay. to say. Hannah, before we get out of here, yeah. uh, anything special or fun or cool that you would like to plug oh, yeah, on behalf of yourself? Oh, yeah, fun. And I'm then a we great, get to put them in I'm the I'm a great girl. <laughs> 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 Having a bit of a hard go of it. <laughs> it's a tough year. And uh-huh. you can really kind of engage with me and kind of like fall in love with that persona um on instagram at hm rehack r-e-h-a-k or on twitter at inanimate cub i-n-a-n-i-m-a-t-e-c-u-b and then the other thing because it's a podcast a bunch of listeners bunch of podcast listeners um i have a nina hannah i have an emily in paris podcast called nina hannah and emily in paris which is a recap podcast for netflix's number one terrible show Emily and Paris, and we're gonna do <laughs> a second in for season. Emmys, though. And we have a new bonus episode coming out probably right after Ooh. this com- this episode comes out. Uh, we're gonna do an episode on Gossip Girl. We're gonna do a bonus episode just in between seasons. Talk about the, the new Gossip the Girl. New Gossip Talk Girl. about the reboot, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it's bad, mm-hmm. so I'm sure it'll be a good conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. And you can always go to my website and see what I've written and what I've performed at HannahReact.com. Thanks, thanks for joining us, yes. Hannah, and Thank thanks for, for joining us. Me. Hope you're happy. Uh, oh yeah, if you want to vote, 
If you want to vote, go to the tridentnetwork.com slash the-turney-pod. <laughs> Click on our Vote Now button. That'll take you to the Vote Center to vote. Or um, follow us at the Turney Pod on anything. We post the link to vote every day. And let, let me tell you, and I always sound desperate when I say this because I really am. We try to make it as easy as possible. I know that sometimes it can be confusing, I think, because it's in too many places. Mm. That, uh, the option to vote? Yeah. <laughs> sure. But, uh, man, I literally text me if you can't find it dm us if you can't find the link um and we'll point you in the right direction we want a lot of votes for this one i i need to know how people feel so i'll get my bow heads on it yeah get the bow heads on it wrangle them up um do some bow flexes get in there <laughs> all right and like and like we always say may the, may the thing, thing with the, the most votes win, win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Friday to find out what won the best Bo Burnham Special Tournament.